on geocaching podcast is Michelle Walt Grogan August Shoei Scott Burks Kekwe Wiltshiv Hanak what was that? it's Irish it's St. Patrick's oh Day. yeah that's right you're learning so, so hold on so hey everybody welcome to uh, the patron only Friday Night Roundtable uh, I have got the one and only Sir Walter Grogan hello sir Hello to you. How are you, sir? I'm I'm just fantastic. How about yourself? I'm very good. So anybody who doesn't know or you've been under a rock for the past eight years, uh, Walt and I uh, hosted a show together for four years called the Chicago Geocacher Podcast, and this is it right there. Does that sound familiar, Wally? <laughs> When's the last time you've heard that song, Walt? Um, gosh, probably four years, probably four years ago. <laughs> I, we've been off for a while. Uh, Everybody, welcome yeah, to the it's right in. Look at that <laughs> to the who knows what number night episode of the Chicago Geocacher podcast. <laughs> I'm Walt Grogan, and with me, as always, is the man with the plan, Scott Burks. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm doing well. So yeah, so we are. Uh, I brought Wally in. You can go. Oh, by the way, you can go back and listen to all those old shows. They are, they are still there. They are still out there. So everybody has said to me, when are you going to get Walt on? When are you going to get Walt on? What's Walt up to? How's Walt doing? Walt, how are you doing? I'm doing everybody great. Everybody wants to know how you're doing. I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. I'm not geocaching. You're not geocaching at all. I'm not geocaching at all. I mean, I think in the past three years, maybe, in the past three years, I probably found two geocaches and didn't log them. Uh, how come? I did go. I did go to an event as well when Anz, the great Anz Wouters was in, but... Uh, that's about as far as I have geocached. How come? Is there is there a reason behind this? Did you did you get molested at a cache or something along those lines? No, no. I was going to make a joke about that, but after watching <laughs> the Michael Jackson uh, I Leaving am... Neverland special, <laughs> I don't want to make a joke about that. That was that was a pretty scary show. I have to tell I, you. I, I, I don't have HBO. Um, well, it was <laughs> it, it was everything you expected or suspected and more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. Is this a is this a PG or an R rated? No, we can swear all you want. Go okay. Ahead. Awesome. Because if I were to talk about what we learned on that show, we would need it. No, no worries. Anyway, this is all right. A, uh, so yeah, but this is patron only, man. This um, is, uh, so yeah. So no, the reason I the reason I gave up geocaching is is that what happened was I had gone with my family on vacation down to Key West, Florida, mm-hmm. and I was very excited because hey, I'm down in Florida, I'm down in Key West, sure. I'm in the southernmost part of the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean. I love, but have you been to Key West? I have not been to Key, Key West. Key West is one of my favorite places. Mm-hmm. I can't take it for a long time, however. Why is it, it? It's just after a while, I, I just feel antsy. I want to go somewhere else. So, I mean, that's basically what we did. We um, now, excuse me, I, I might burp because we're <laughs> what I haven't, I, what we haven't told you is we're drinking our old drink of choice, Supper, Supper Club. Club. That's right. And Give me so, cheers on that. Oh. oh, there we go. There's my burp. So, <laughs> um, so I apologize to people out there. But um, yeah, so we, so I love Key West, but there's after a while, there's not a lot to do down in Key West, right? Um, and I was out with my family. It was it was January. Um, normally it's warm. It was a little bit cooler than 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 normal down there, but that's neither here nor there. So I wanted to do a little bit of geocaching, and they wanted to do other stuff. And so we, you know, we kind of everybody got irritated with one another. Mm. And so I basically realized that 
unless I go out with people to geocache, mm-hmm. I wasn't enjoying it as much anymore. Okay. And I found that as much as I liked it, it was taking up quite a bit of time. Really? And yeah, so and so what um and I also realized that after a while particularly in an urban area, mm-hmm. you're finding the ca- same kind of cache yes, absolutely. all the yes. time. Yes. And that's nothing against, you know, nothing against those types of caches. And I'm, I'm basically talking about, you know, like park and grabs or, you know, lamp mm-hmm. skirts and nothing against those. But after a while, it's like, okay, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've right, seen this. Sure. I mean, I enjoyed, I started to enjoy more earth caches or caches that would take you to some interesting locale. And at that time, there really wasn't virtual caches anymore. And so once, you know, no. cause they were all, you know, and pretty much all of them in the Chicago area had been, you know, found or you got them. Right, yeah. Sure. So, so after a while it was like, unless somebody put out an interesting find, um, it, it just wasn't interesting to me. So what happened was I said, I, I gave myself like about a month and I said, okay, what happens if I don't geocache for a month? Well, how am I going to feel at the end of that month? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't do it for a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would still, you know, as I was driving around, be looking at my GPS because I would have all the caches the in the area. The dinging like they used yeah. to. And so, um, but I, I removed that. I removed that. I removed them all off of my GPS so mm-hmm. that it would, or my, you know, my Garmin, so that it wouldn't ding. Um, but I was still like looking at it like, oh, I bet there's, I bet there's, yeah, I bet there's one over there. I bet there's one over there. What happened is after about a month and a half, I started not thinking about it as much anymore. Really? And then at about three months... I didn't think about it at all. So mm-hmm. I just drive around. The only time I really think about geocaches is if I'm at an interesting location or I'm out of state. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I'll kind of think about it. And if I see something that's interesting, I might go to that location, but I don't actually do the find. Um, so... I guess the, I guess what I'm trying to say is I have not, I, I love geocaching. It was very mm-hmm. good to me for a long time, but I really don't miss it. Really? Yeah. You don't miss it at all? No. The only thing I miss, here's the thing I miss about geocaching. Mm-hmm. And, and part of the reason I miss this is my own fault. Mm-hmm. And that is I really, really love the camaraderie, sure. particularly in the Chicagoland area, of all the geocachers that I met mm-hmm. and you know, and we, we would get together often at events. Sure, sure. So I missed that. The problem is by not paying attention to geocaching, I miss the events. So unless somebody like says, Hey, Walt, um, Anz is going to be in, or Hey, it's cabin fever or whatever. Yeah. I forget to like check events right. and then go to them. And that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. If you're out of the loop, unless it, unless you have right. the calendar, there is that geocaching calendar. Sure. If you don't have that hooked up to your personal calendar. Right. I mean, you'd never uh, know. Dina works does a great job with right. the geocaching calendar. So, yes. and I have, and mine's hooked up to my personal calendar. Sure. So I see everything that comes. Yeah. In. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's probably my biggest regret mm-hmm. of, of not geocaching as much anymore. So I don't get to see as many people, um, as I used to, because I have to say, I mean, one of the, one of the, greatest things about geocaching in the Chicagoland area is just the 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 community and and the and the vast um knowledge base experience and friendliness of everybody who's who's part of geocaching sure and it really runs the gamut I mean the you know you have people from all walks of life and you have people um um who are really generous and compassionate and sharing. And I, I thought that was, you know, one of the, one of the best things sure. about geocaching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
I mean, it's still, and I, I wouldn't say that's Chicago per se. I think mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the activity in general. I don't oh, know no. if it's if it's only personally. Agreed. Chicago. I, I'm just talking. About, I, yeah, I, you're personal. I, absolutely. I'm just talking about, you know, in 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 terms of um, the sphere of influence, mm-hmm. it, it was Chicago when we were doing the the podcast. Of course, mm-hmm. we saw like the you oh, know, yeah. just people from everywhere. Right. Listening to the show. I mean, that was probably one of the most interesting things about the Chicago Geocacher podcast. Yeah, now that you're now that you're five years out. Yeah, was the <laughs> it's, it's, yeah was the to fact look that, back that we had people from around the, the world, world listening to a local podcast, right? Listening to us talk about people that they didn't know who Nor we were would talking probably about. Never meet. But but the <laughs> cool thing was that when people that we talked about did meet people outside the community, they were recognized. Oh, absolutely. Which was, which was oh, really absolutely. cool. I, yeah. mean, I thought that, I thought that was great. It's and and for anybody who who, who never listened to the show, um, first of all, shame on you. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. It well, was a great. There's show. There's a hundred plus episodes you can go back and listen to. <laughs> listen to the first. When you listen to the first one, <laughs> give it a couple more episodes after. And remember, that. it's from what 2012 yeah, <laughs> when so, technology wasn't there yeah but um it was guys what was really uh amazing about that show and i don't mean to toot my own horn here but like was that it it's it was a local podcast about yeah. local cashers about local caches mm-hmm. the only Absolutely. thing that, the only thing we spoke about outside of chicago was the news that right. was it and well but I, I would say what the other the only other time we would get out of chicago was when our fan base built up enough. Well, yes, that, yes. That, we, that we, people from around the world started like writing. To right, us. right. And this is what I'm saying is that like, but and all of a sudden, and and me and Walt, that that's what we just wanted it to be. We wanted it to be a local podcast for the local community, and mm-hmm. then it just exploded because we did something that hadn't been done. We found that niche. We found a. We did a air quote dirty. Dirty geocaching yeah. podcast, or, or a, 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 a podcast for twelve-year-old adults <laughs> of you know, you know, lamenting on, on the hilarity how funny that you know geocaching has all these sexual innuendos and it's got mm-hmm. all of the you know like a big log or a wet log, and, sure. uh, you know, and and you and you and and you do the you know you do the you do the bell and you do the you know sure. all that good stuff, swearing, oh, and- absolutely, you know, so and drinking and drinking. <laughs> and we did drink. We did, yeah, we did drink. So it exploded, which we never expected to happen. We yeah, did not expect not it to happen. And suddenly we've got people from England and we've got people from Canada. We've got people from all across the United oh, States. Oh, absolutely. Australia. Australia. All, probably as far, probably as far away uh, outside of Antarctica that you yeah. can go. Listening to our show, emailing hey, our Fire show. Hey, Safe. I don't know if you're a, a <laughs> listener, but. Uh, He's a listener. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, emailing our show and. And sending in their milestones and, and and all that stuff, so it was quite amazing how how it expanded, and uh, and then and then at, at hundred shows we ended it, and I think we ended it at the right time, and I think it, it ran it, it ran its course. Yeah, I mean and, the the reason I I was getting tired of it wasn't it was more because it just felt like I was doing the same thing over and over and, and we over were again. we did we did yeah. I mean, there's only so you know, there's only so much innuendo you can drag out of some of these articles. <laughs> although I'm going to try to tonight as we as we get to <laughs> right. that. But and and believe me, we Scott Scott's um, been really nice and he's pulled up four stories for me, and uh, I haven't looked at them yet. So no. we'll see. We'll see what happens when uh, <laughs> I, I really haven't read them all, so. guys. Believe it or not, there isn't much. You know, while we used to have a shit ton of news here back uh, in the day, they go Walt. Thank you. Uh, a, a shit ton of news of of 
of bomb scares mm-hmm. and geocaching in the news. It is really hard in 2019. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is really hard now to, that's a swear about by the guys, or the innuendo bell as well, for anyone yeah. who doesn't know, who's never listened to our show. Yeah. Um, it was Slim Pickens trying to well, find news. Great actor, by the way. <laughs> Loved him in 1941, was, all the way back to Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> it's, uh, it was Slim Pickens trying to find geocaching in the news that was recent. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that yeah. wasn't from Groundspeak or was, you know, yeah. that wasn't directly, because now they have a blog and all that. And, sure. You know. And there's not a lot of bomb scares. And there's no bomb scares. Yeah. <laughs> really isn't anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the police know about it now. I, I don't get LEOs anymore. Rarely do wow. I get one now because they know what I'm doing. You know, yeah. they, they, they wave not- and I say geocache and they just keep going, yeah. you know. Plus, you're not, you know, driving down the middle of a forest preserve trail. Not anymore. No, no. As, as you know, as... Or, Mar- or, or doing something stupid like we did, which was cross a partially frozen... Oh, God, uh, that one night. ...river in a forest preserve to get... To at 11 o'clock at night for yeah. the first to find. Yeah. yeah. Going, hey, it looks like the deer have walked across this. It should probably hold us, too. <laughs> as the water's folding yeah. over the ice. <laughs> yeah, not the smartest things we've done in the past. But, um, so, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, one of the things it's, and that's what people have said is like, people have always said to, you know, now that we're five years out, it's like, why did you stop? Why did you quit? Mm-hmm. You know, you guys were literally firing on all cylinders and, and the, the, the equivalent of, of quitting at the top of your game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. And that's, and I would tell, uh, what I tell people is, you know, you know, you weren't sick of it, but Walt and I were getting pretty sick of it. You know, yeah. We did the same thing over and over and over right. and over again. You know? I mean, it'd be, it would have been one thing to stop it and maybe like reinvent oh. it. But that what we had was lightning in a bottle. Exactly. And, and I don't know if we could have recaptured that in, by, by going to a different format. But I just knew that trying to, you know, just trying to drag innuendo out, I mean, <laughs> was just getting to be, oh. <laughs> Plus, I'm like, you know, my daughters are getting older. older. <laughs> and they're going to be listening to this at some point. Because um, nothing on the internet ever dies, but I I think for the most part, other than being blue every once in a while, that I didn't say anything that would be too uh, too horrible. No, aside from yeah. Pooh Island and all that. Oh yeah, no. Pooh. Well, that's just that's just an embarrassing story. That's <laughs> so. So yeah, so uh, that's what done, and that's you know it's hard for people. Some people to understand that, but like you know, for us, we did it every. You know, you guys listened and loved and had sure. a great time, and but like, and and the thing is, we really love the you know the exploits of our fellow geocachers and making fun of those exploits. Yes. So that part, that part, you know, was probably the part that I missed the most was you know really connecting with everybody in the in the area, and and of course, ultimately around the world too. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Yes, and now it's now it's different now you know and that and and I've always said too that that was basically a comedy podcast. We mm-hmm. were trying to make you laugh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and, and the show I'm on now, the Geocash podcast, it's not a comedy podcast. You know, as as Mark from OB would say, now I've gone corporate. I'm a suit and I'm a I'm a tie yeah. now. I'm a suit and tie guy now. There you, you go. Know? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I can't swear on my podcast. I'm not trying to make you, people you can't, laugh. You can't swear. I don't swear on the podcast. Oh wow! No. I know. Are you, who are you? I, <laughs> that's what Mark said. You've gone corporate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a did, very different did, show. Uh, the Jeremy Irish like lay down the law and say, "Hey, <laughs> Jeremy Irish is not in charge anymore. Who's in charge now? Brian Roth is in charge. Oh, now. I thought you were going to 
to say Brian English. No, Brian Roth. <laughs> Brian Roth. Brian Roth. What happened to Jeremy Irish? He, he stepped down. Oh, but he's still part of geocaching. He's still part of geocaching, okay. yeah. But he stepped oh, down, and Brian okay. Roth is now in charge. Okay. Just had him on the show about four weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And what do you what do you have to say about the future? We were talking about just bright. It's good. It's going good. It's good. Yeah. Yes. We had a two part show, the evolution of geocaching. We had Brian wow. Roth on episode. How long? How? Uh, I, well, we don't need to rehash that since you already <laughs> talked about it. But how long has he uh, been part of uh, Groundspeak? Brian Roth's been there since the beginning. Oh, holy cow! Okay, yeah. all right. He's been there. He's, he was oh. he was the law guy for a long time, the lawyer for a long yeah. time. Now, do you still go up to uh, West Bend? I do. Okay, do you do a podcast from there? I do not. What? No. Well, you're not there. I, well, I only I... missed that one, and then then it, like well, you, you be going to you go away every year now. No, I was here last. Oh, time. were you really? I was. I figured you weren't here. I figured mm. I thought you were going away. I thought that was your annual family mm. vacation. No, it just so happened to fall. It just so happened to fall. I'm sorry, I got away from the microphone. Who was that guy who really hated that? Doug Bob. Doug Bob. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I had to, I had something come up uh, a couple of years ago, but then it was like that was just that one time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about doing it this year, doing the the geocaching podcast live yeah. on the stage. I'm doing that for this. The day. thing about the thing about doing that, and as much as I liked it, is that. You don't really have a captive audience, no. Because people are, you know, people can't hear us, and then also they want to get, they want to do some geocaching. They want to go cash. That's what they're oh, yeah. there for. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, guys. So this is Walt, and yeah, hey. we, did, we did a show a long time ago. Yes, we did. Which which did very well. Sure, and we didn't do it anymore. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we made no money from that show. Which no, we made no money. That might have kept me doing it <laughs> if we would have made some money from it, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we missed it by about four years. We were like four yeah. years too early. We did get a couple. We did get a couple of gifts from listeners. Yeah, so we got gifts, but yeah, like but, now you got but, Patreon and all that yeah. to help with the offset the money for the yeah. podcast. And yeah, man, we we missed the boat on that. Yeah, we didn't well, miss the boat. We just we, we just wasn't time really, wise didn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look how different it is now with yeah, the whole sure. setup, you know. So yeah, guys. So Wally's here, and uh, Wally, one more question I got to ask you. Sure. You know, I've known you for a long time, coming mm-hmm. up on ten years now, and I know you've you've been the you, you've been I think the only Shazam fan there that ever you, was. that you knew about. Is what I'm wearing. <laughs> I know. Uh, like Walt has always been a huge Captain Marvel well, slash that was, Shazam. That was my fan. original geocache name was Shazam. Well, Shazam man. I know. Yeah. And Walt was the. I mean, nobody else liked it. The, the only thing that had was Shazam was a 1970s TV show. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. For a kids' show on Saturday mornings, and that yeah. was about it. And then I saw a trailer for Shazam coming out, and yeah. I immediately thought of Walt. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know. So, Walt, mm-hmm. did you tear up when you saw the trailer? Uh, did I tear up? No, I didn't tear up, but I was incredibly excited. I thought... Did you did you go over it with a fine-tooth comb, just slowly going every oh, yeah. detail? I did. I did actually do that. <laughs> but I thought... Um, so, here's the thing. When... Just so just, I know this is kind of off topic, but when Zachary Levi was announced that he was going to play Captain Marvel, although in the movie that character is called Shazam, Shazam. because Marvel Comics kind of stole the name, stole the name Captain Marvel from Captain Marvel, and has a movie out right now starring Brie Larson. Yes. Um, so when you see Shazam. Just be aware that that character's real name is <laughs> Captain Marvel. And uh, I was, so, I was, so I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so I mean, it's basically big with superpowers. The movie Big with Superpowers. Yes, yes, more or less, yes. Yeah. And uh, considering so, you know, so it's considering be, the track record of of DC. I th- yeah, although Aquaman did very well. Uh, so what well, sort of Wonder Woman? Yeah, Wonder Woman did. But had put plenty of shit the beds too. Yeah, yeah, you know, Batman versus like Superman, Man of Steel. Yeah. 
All Justice League. Shit the bed. Yeah. But uh, I haven't seen Aquaman, so I don't know. But Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was pretty good. And I really have high hopes for this. Um, uh, I bet. They've already, they've already announced whether or not it'll actually happen, that they're going to already have two sequels. But I think planned. that really depends on how, how well it does. does. Right. I'm sure the movie would be fine. I'm sure but, it's not going to uh, be crappy. The idea is, is that... Um, the Rock will uh, be in the third movie. He won't be in the first, he's not in the first one. He's not in the first one, nor the second one, but he's going to have his own movie, and then... Um, Who's he playing? Um, he's playing Captain Marvel's nemesis, or, or, or opposite, who's named Black Adam. And, <laughs> Is that like uh, Superman's nemesis? Um, yeah, in a sense. I mean, he basically has the same powers that uh, Shazam does, but, but he's he, been around since ancient e- does he Egyptian use them times. For evil? He he's an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. What was so, what was Superman's opposite guy? Oh, are you talking about like uh, Bizarro? Bizarro. Yeah. So Bizarro Superman. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But uh, Black Adam is more um, more evil than stupid. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So yeah, okay. so and and hey, you can't beat the Rock in probably anything, he's right? Like, so the guy prints money. That's right, he does. Prints it comes right out of his ass. <laughs> just just takes a dump yeah, and five grand my, comes there out. There it is. <laughs> it's about as about as close as you can get to it, right there. <laughs> All right, so while like geocaching in the news, do I have a news in thing here? News? I think I do. Hold on, let's see okay. if I got it. Let's see if I called up. This is new here, so I got to see if I have. I do. Here we go. There you go. The news. There you go, Walt. All right. News, well, Sir Walter. What do you got for me? All right. Well, I'm going to start off with. You choose. Um, you, you, you pick a tab and, and go. I'm, I'm going with. Uh, well, I, I really can't read this. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking at the title, and this is not a story that I should read. Who should read it? Uh, this is a story for Bill Curtis. Chicago, uh, geocaching. Chicago? What's is that? Is it out of Chicago? Uh, no, it's out of uh, 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 one of our neighboring states, Scott. It's out of Oregon. That's, that's yes. not really a neighboring state. It is. Though. It's just... Uh, Bill, I haven't heard from you in five years, Bill. How you doing, I've, I'm around. You can hear me on NPR. <laughs> I'm on uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh, every weekend on Saturday, come down to the Chase Theater. Oh, yeah. really? In Chicago? In Chicago, well, of course. Every Saturday, he does a podcast from Chicago? He, I don't have a podcast. Um, I, it's uh, on NPR and it's a game show, and I just do a little announcing here and there. You've, lo- you've lost your bell over the years. I know it's, uh, <laughs> it'll come back as I'm as I'm you know I you have as, as you, you have no idea this. how hard I looked for a French podcast uh, geocaching article. By the way, oh well, maybe we can uh, work that in. You have no idea how, how hard I looked. <laughs> how hard? <laughs> All right, uh, geocaching is it's is the geekiest outdoors activity. <laughs> Just you gotta you you have a a title like that, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna go downhill. It is, and it began in Oregon. Yes, it did. So Scott Burks, yes, sir. What's up with this wood walking GPS stalking hobby? That did not say that. It did. It's by it's, Catherine wait, Johnson. Wait, what? Wood walking? What is it? Wood walking uh-huh. GPS stalking hobby. I like that. Yes, that's a, that's a T-shirt right there, Bill. It is. Um, that's now trademark, uh, Bill Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott, as you know, geocaching, it's a thing. It is a thing. It is. It's, it's a big thing. Some people say a sport, Bill. Some, I, I disagree. You don't think it's a sport? No, I mean, there's stats, but do stats make a sport? I think no, I not. Think, I think a ball makes a sport. A dad, ball makes way. two balls make even a better sport. Hey, now. Hey, now. So geocaching, it's a thing in 2000. Uh-huh. 
That's the year. Yes. The world's first documented geocache showed up in Beaver Creek, Oregon. Hey, now. I know, Beaver Creek. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go there? As a black bucket. What now? I, I know. I have to reread this why myself. Gotta be, why you got to be black? It's the color that's mentioned. Jesus. Racist. So in 2000, the world's first documented geocache showed up in Beaver Creek, Oregon, as a black bucket filled with <laughs> random items. Wow. Since then, enthusiasts like yourself, Scott, have created more than 3 million geocaches and, like myself, have not maintained them all <laughs> over the world. <laughs> the game is simple, Scott. As you well know, seekers use GPS devices or apps. To <laughs> what does this say? Quotes? Apps? <laughs> no, I, 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 I put it in uh. quotes. <laughs> or or, or as the kid call, kids, <laughs> call, kids them, call them today, apps. apps to root out objects or containers concealed at specific geographical coordinates. Mm-hmm. It's basically a low-tech global scavenger hunt with much walking. <laughs> <laughs> so it, says. it says, "I'm not, I'm not editorializing there at all." With much. With much walking. walking. No shit. This person clearly did not like his... <laughs> did not like the walking aspect of his foray into geocaching. <laughs> we asked Leanne Moyer, an avid Portland geocacher, what's up with this geeky hobby? Really? Wow. So let's start at the beginning, Scott. Okay. I know you already know this, and I do. as many of your listeners do, but how does geocaching work? Well, the app gives you coordinates and information about the cache you're looking for. Wait, did you notice it's, an, it's not even a GPS anymore? No, it's not. It's not a Garmin. No. Magellan. I, I don't know what Garmin's doing to stay alive, <laughs> to be honest. It is just an app now. Mm-hmm. They just went full. Guys, when we, we, we watched, when we were doing the show, remember, it was just, it was a GPS. It, there, was no, there was no apps, you know. I'll be back. I just have to crack out a couple more uh, get supper clubs. There was no like app per se. They, they never even talked about an app. Remember, remember, like towards the end, they did. They they basically say or or your phone, mm-hmm. like or the GPS on your phone. You know, they would never say like. Yeah, it wasn't a full on app. Now it's just literally an app. Well, they also at the. Um at that time, also was char- they were charging for the app like ten dollars. Oh which yes, was they were unheard of in the app world. Yes, yes. Now it's free. Although Cashly, which is better app, there's a third party app that's better that uh, charges five bucks just for the app. Yeah. Okay. But it's better. It's way better than the like the new geocaching app is not good. It's not bad, but it's not. It's not bad. I let me get in close to the mic here. Um, I know when I've occasionally looked at it, um, I'm like, hmm, this isn't fantastic. No. Cashly is way better. Okay. Cashly? Cashly. C-A-C-H-L-Y. Okay. He's a sponsor of the show also. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. All right. Yes. Sponsor make Got to make that money. Got to make the, make the donuts, mm-hmm. man. Sorry. That's continue. right. Continue on the show, sir. All right. So the app gives you coordinates and information about the cash you're looking for, how big it is. <laughs> hey, now. A nano cache can be the size of a pencil eraser. Yeah, right. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to be the size of a pencil eraser. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> How difficult it is to find. I haven't heard that before either. Some are very complicated and tricky. 
Um, yes, any Darth Leviosa's caches can be uh, right. put into that category. Right. And a terrain rating, for example, is it urban or wheelchair accessible? Mm-hmm. Those, uh, I, you know, it's not that. It's the, it's the five uh, difficulty level where you're climbing to the top of a yeah. evergreen tree. Right. To, hey, did anybody ever find that, um, that one where you needed a drone to uh, get it down? Yeah, we did. Oh, you did? You did do it finally? Okay, awesome. Whose drone was it? Uh, MGB's. Oh, okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And you were able to put it back? Somewhat. Okay. (laughs) All right. In theory. (laughs) (laughs) You snorted. (laughs) Okay, so when you find the cash, Scott, as you know, you sign the paper inside, Mm -hmm. as some do, and record it online, notifying the world. Mm Mm-hmm. That you found and, it. and owner that you found it. Mm-hmm. You're also not supposed to betray the cash. Betray so, the cash? I think that's another t-shirt. Don't betray the cash. <laughs> right there, trademark Bill Curtis. <laughs> betray the cash? It says you're also not supposed to betray, then that was in quotes, quotes, the cash. Really? People who don't know about geocaching are called muggles. And uh, that's uh, apparently a term referring to Harry Potter's, the Harry Potter series of books. Mm -hmm. And you're not supposed to let muggles know when you're looking for a cache. So, because uh, I know, like a lot of people do that. Like a geocacher will be in an urban area. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking for the cache. Uh, hey, sir, could you? I just wanted to let you know. Don't worry. I'm this just isn't looking, a bomb. This isn't. I'm just looking for a cache. <laughs> I'm not looking under uh, your skirt. I'm looking no. under this bench because there's a cache here. No, this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what got you hooked, Scott? Uh, you're kind of wandering with a purpose. Yeah, I'll give it that. Wandering okay. with a purpose, yeah. That's a good it one. doesn't really... There's, there's a t-shirt, too. Yeah, there you go. Wandering with a purpose. <laughs> see, now, I, I expect to see this on the Geocaching <laughs> Podcast store. Wandering we, with a purpose? We've had, we've had what, three, three, good ones three shirts right, yeah. now. <laughs> uh, don't betray the cash. <laughs> I'm wandering with a purpose. And another one. I don't remember uh, you will have to, you'll have to go and listen to, listen the pod, to, to your own <laughs> podcast to find out. I, I really think you should do this. I wander with a purpose. I wander with a purpose. <laughs> And don't, don't, betray, don't betray the cash right. and see if, see if they, anybody buys it. If anybody them. buys it. Yeah, you can go out to Zazzle or whatever. And <laughs> no, I, I don't even have a store. What? I already have a store. Oh, you do? Yeah. What's it called? It's the Geocaching Podcast Store. Oh, awesome. What, what do you have in there right now? T-shirts. Just T-shirts? Just, uh... Do you have mugs? We have mugs. Do you have, do you have uh, bumper stickers? No bumper stickers. Okay. And what, oh, it, yeah. is it just, just the logo? Currently? Uh, yeah, it's just a logo. Okay. Yeah? Oh, wait. I just, uh... I didn't know you kept your T-shirts in the... Uh, oh, there they are. This is a mug. Oh, very nice. Does it have your name on it? Podcast. Okay. With Scott Burks. No, it doesn't say Scott Burks. Okay. Okay. So, um, let's see. So, what? Okay. You're kind of wandering with a purpose. It doesn't re- matter, really, if you find the cash or not. I, I don't know where that came from. I think it does matter. I think it kind of does matter a little bit. <laughs> That's the whole point. Last I checked. Uh, but it does give you a small project. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> What's it, the project? I guess it feels like you're discovering something that no one else knows about. So I guess it's, he's kind of referring to the fact that it's like a secret society or a clique that um, outsiders are unaware about. Okay. So you're part of a community that... Yes. That, I, uh, I, I felt that way in the beginning. Now yeah. I don't. Now a lot of people know about it. So. Yeah. 
In the beginning, it was like that. It was always cool in the very beginning because you're like, you know there's a cache there and all these people are walking around yeah. having no idea that there's actually oh, a geocache absolutely. right there. And they still don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let's see. So, what are your some of your most memorable finds? Uh, there's something you can put in a cache called what, Scott? What can you put? What can you put in a cache? Swag. Swag. What else? What else can you put in a cache? McDonald's toys. Sure. What else? Money. Money. Sure. What else? You're missing the big one, Scott. <laughs> Hold on. Not McDonald's toys. Nope. Not money. Not money. What? Scott, I'm disappointed. You're I missing probably the biggest thing that you could put into a cache. The biggest thing I could put into not, a not in time, Not in terms of size. Trackables? Trackables. There you go. There's something you can put into a cache called a travel bug. A little keychain. It's not a keychain. That's what they say it is. You take it See, out. This is why people keep, <laughs> this is why people keep better, them. This is why people keep them. It gets better, This is why people don't, don't, don't like move them along, because he calls it a keychain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, I could have this cute little bug on my keys. Okay. Now, this next line that I'm going to read, I just want you to be aware that it is referring to travel bugs and not something else as you hear me read Are you reading this verbatim? I'm reading this verbatim. I'm not going to add anything or or remove anything from this other than my intonation. (laughs) Okay. So, I have to read the previous sentence one more time. Go ahead. There's something you can put into a cache called a travel bug, Mm -hmm. a little (laughs) keychain. Period. You take it out. Hold on to it. Hey, now. And then drop it off in another cache. <laughs> oh, good Lord. It's like, who's the editor that's editing this story? We picked up a travel bug in Oregon and took it with us to Alaska. I didn't know they were going... Whoever, I guess, Catherine Johnson, who wrote this story, didn't realize that um, her editor allowed her to go from Oregon to Alaska just to do this story. She, she had to drop off a travel bug. I guess it had already been all over the. All, had, oh, excuse me! It had already been all over Europe, Africa, Spain, New York, and then Mexico. Somehow making it through the wall. <laughs> yeah, she went la la la. Oh, I, I, this, this table isn't buying. Bang! Oh. Hello, President Trump. Hello. Can I just can I just throw the bug over the wall? Will someone catch it, please? (laughs) President Trump. Hello. (laughs) All right. Uh, We dropped it in a cache in uh, Alaska. In Alaska. A few days later. That's America, by the way. It is America. Yes. That's right. Just like Hawaii. <laughs> and Puerto Rico, no Puerto matter what Rico, the president says. Puerto Rico, I know. Says. I was going to say, they're American <laughs> citizens, damn it. Even though they can't vote, they're still American citizens. Tell that to our president. Just like American Samoa. <laughs> Continue. Not Samoa. American Samoa. Right. Uh, we dropped it in a cache in Alaska. A few days later, we met an older couple in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it has anything to do with geocaching, but just wandering around the woods. Here's an older couple. With dementia. We realized they had picked up my travel bug the day before. Hey, now. I knew I felt something. <laughs> they planned to drop it off in Norway. Hmm. Yes. All right. So to round out this story. That's it? That's how it ends? No, there's, there's one more paragraph. Oh, okay. It's much shorter than what, we, what I thought. <laughs> Is there a typical geocacher, Scott? What oh, do you say? Good, yes. 
anyone nerdy enough <laughs> to think that this is super cool is probably the person who would like to geocache. What a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, so first of all, I don't think anything is super cool. Let's, we'll start yeah. with that. But, like... No, it's, 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 you get it or you don't. I mean, that's the thing. Is that like, just plenty of people who aren't geeks or nerds who geocache. Name one. <laughs> you got to call me out like that. <laughs> so you can't do it, can you? All right, yeah. let's continue on. So I don't want to put you on the spot. Is this, a no, is this a new story or the same story? It's the same story. Oh, okay. we, we only have a, two more sentences. Okay, go ahead. But uh, the, last, the, the, the second to last second sentence is really good. Okay. All right, so I'm just going to read the prior sentence one more time. Oh. Anyone nerdy enough to think that this is super cool mm-hmm. is probably the person who would like to geocache. Right. What a bitch. One time, my sister met a guy who said he had lost 15 pounds geocaching just by walking around. It gets people out. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this person did not like geocaching. That's no, she getting. she didn't enjoy it at all. No. She, she <laughs> air quote didn't get it. No, nope, no, nope. she wasn't. She wasn't nerdy she was, enough. She wasn't a nerd or geeky enough. No, she's too cool for that thing. That's for that, right for that nerdy game. I hate that my editor made me do this story. <laughs> Cass- she, she wouldn't sleep with the editor. That's what's going on. Oh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly wouldn't sleep. With the editor. You're not going to sleep with me, huh? Okay, all right. Hey, this is the Me Too era, Scott. That's, oh, I'm sorry. Or the meet you era. Okay, so that was geocaching is the geekiest outdoor activity. It's a horrible article. Well, you had to find she had to find her hook, and she did. Mm-hmm. All right, can I close this tab? Yeah, go ahead. All right, awesome. That's backhand compliment. I wasn't sure if you're going to put these in notes or anything. No. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see what we got left. You're, you are legit, legitimately reading the article. I am. I said okay. They don't have no. I'm saying they don't have to see the article. You are legit. You are oh, reading right, the article right. to them. I know. I hope. hope oh, this is from Vice. Walt's <laughs> <laughs> well, only gets excited. I well, you know, <laughs> you know, one of the founders of uh, Vice uh, turned into a white supremacist. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I'm not going to say any names. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but uh, but otherwise, other than that, I do like Vice. Okay. Well, um, Even though it's got a it's got a racist for a boss. No, no. In, in the past, that was in the past. All right. Um, in the past. Well, the, the person he, he, he likes does, Jews now. What? Well, of course. Who doesn't? Well, everyone loves Jews. That's right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, Saint Elijah Day. Why is that? Well, it's because that's when you put a bottle of wine out and then it disappears. You don't get it, do you? No, I don't get it. You, what, Am you I know, too Jewish for that? You, <laughs> a lot, you always put a chair out for Elijah, right? Oh, yeah, during Passover. Right. Yes. Do, do you ever see him? No, he's a ghost. Right. So that's you put a bottle of wine out and it disappears because you never see him. He takes it. He goes away with it. It's gone. Nothing. Nothing. I got, I got nothing there. All right. I got nothing. All right. Well, that one bombed. <laughs> a struggling town. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> A struggling town is reviving itself. Whenever you have to explain a joke, it's like, you know it's just not, it hasn't worked. <clears throat> a struggling town is reviving itself with Viagra. No, geocaching. Wait, what? Viagra. Well, it is in, uh, what's it called now? What? Oh, in geocaching? No. <laughs> what? No. Do they put it in caches? No, I mean, what? I wish. No, Viagra now is in generic form. Yes, generic it's form. It's cheap just, as shit. I just now. heard about that. Yeah. I heard that on the news this morning. You can get, and now it's like all over the place. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, just got to watch your heart. Right, yeah. Or, you, you, and plus, you don't want a four-hour erection that you have to go to the hospital for. <laughs> a four-hour erection? What's yeah. that? Right. What, am I a kid? <laughs> what, am I 12 years old? No. <laughs> Where you bump into a wall. Whoops. <laughs> I'm <an erection. laughs> All right. Um, Wilberforce. <laughs> Wait, which, what is it? Oh, is this the title? This is, this is the name of the town. Okay. Struggling town is reviving itself with geocaching. Wilberforce, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilberforce sounds like a great like superhero team name. It does. Wilberforce. Starring the owner of Mr. Ed, Ellen Young. Well, good day. Welcome to our show. Uh, Struggling Town is reviving itself with geocaching, eh? This is a Canadian one. Uh, it's going to try. You we'll can offend see. all of our Canadian <laughs> listeners. Sure. Why not? They're not yours. <laughs> They're not my listeners, and I'm not getting a single dollar out of this uh, <laughs> Patreon uh, show. Uh, Wilberforce, Ontario just lost its only bank branch. It's only uh, bank branch? It, it did. Now residents are hoping an early internet trend can help them revive the town. So wait, so they lost the only bank they had in this town. How big that, is this town? Well, you know, it's all online now, Scott. Yeah, that's true. So uh, Wilberforce uh, is now... Do you ooh. really think Wilberforce, A, has good internet, and B, has banks like a First National Bank that has like an app? I, you, well, you know, as long as you have like a, a six-pack, you're good. <laughs> a six-pack of what? Oh, Molson. Okay. Or Labatt's, you know. Six-pack, for what? Good for what? Well, it'll keep you warm. You can't pay your bills on a six-pack. No, it'll keep you warm, though. Yeah, it'll keep you warm. Yeah, and then you just go out and get another. <laughs> All right, so Wilberforce, Ontario, just lost its only bank branch. Uh-huh. And, and now residents are hoping an early... This is going to go into Irish any <laughs> second now. Um, <laughs> residents are hoping an early internet trend can help revive the town. Okay. Uh, so Wilberforce is now uh, the geocaching capital of Canada, eh? Where is Wilberforce, Canada? I don't know. I didn't look up. Yeah, um, you're too slow on that. Oh, Keep reading. I'll look. Are you going to look it up? Okay. Uh, in that, the, that's a Mac, guys. Walt does not use a Mac. I, so. It's not. I, yeah, you know. Uh, in the town of Wilberforce, uh, Ontario, a quick detour from oh, the... Ontario. Ma- well, we said that, but it, oh, excuse me for burping. Uh, so, where is what's it near? It's near Ontario. Right. Well, Ontario's the province. <laughs> now I'm really Irish. Now I've gone full blown Irish. <laughs> uh, Highlands East Ontario. Okay, there's Toronto or Toronto. I know what the freaking goddamn things are. There's uh, telling me, explaining to me what's in. There's London, London, Ontario. Thank you. Um, it's by pussy. It's by pussy. Is that it's, French? It's Is by, that the French spelling? Pussy Ontario. How's it spelled? P U S E Y. P U S E Y. Yeah. Okay. What is that? Well, I guess it'd be pussy. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Thank you, Hank. <laughs> All right. It's, it's legit by Pussy Ontario. Okay. And, what do you want me to tell you, man? I'm, I'm asking what the biggest city is. Like, what, what's it? Pussy. <laughs> okay. Hey now. If you say so. Uh, in the town of Wilberforce, Ontario, a quick detour from the main street will take you to a seven-foot-tall wooden fork. I'm definitely going over, so I'm just going to... Oh, I'm boy. Gonna, I know. Let's say Patrick's Day coming up. Don't you know? Uh, all right. So in the town of Wilberforce, Ontario, a quick detour from the main street will take you to a seven-foot-tall wooden fork. Oh, a seven-foot-tall wooden fork. That sounds delicious. Fork uh, you. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> What? Well, you said fork you. <laughs> you got that whole soundboard over there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> here we go. 
All right. So at least we're even up on the uh, <laughs> on the fail noises. In the town of Wilberforce, Ontario, a quick detour from the main street will take Maybe, you. Yeah, yeah, Wooden Fork, yes. Wooden Fork <laughs> that sits at the point where the road splits in two. A oh, literal fork, fork in, in the, the road. road. Oh, isn't that adorable? Unfamiliar passersby may think it's a joke, but to locals, the landmark goes by the name. Fork? Fork you? Fork and beans? Beans, oh, yes. yes. Fork and beans. Wait, the statue's name is Fork and Beans. Uh, yes. It says unfamiliar passersby. Is, that, is, that, is the cash called Fork and Beans? I think it probably is as well. Pa- unfamiliar passersby think it's a joke, but to locals, this landmark goes by the name Fork and Beans. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking it might just be the cash, though. Yeah. It has a logbook hidden inside its frame. And it's oh, w- so the whole thing's a cash. Oh, I guess the whole thing is a yeah. Oh, so the big fork in the road is a cash. So somebody made a cash, a seven foot tall wooden fork cash, and put it in the fork in the road. Put it in the fork in the road. And it's it become a landmark. And then unfamiliar people unfamiliar with geocaching have no idea there's a cache inside. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting out of this story. That uh, they she didn't explain that very well at all. No, and so what you need, Scott, is you need any of your listeners to. Uh, to call in or our, write in. Our Canadian listeners. Canadian some, somebody, listeners. somebody has seen, seen this, this and has logged this thing. Right. We need to know more about the Fork and Beans cache. I'm sure, <laughs> if, we, I'm sure if we went out to geocaching.com and just looked it up, we could probably see <laughs> many photos of Fork and Beans. There's no picture of the Fork and Beans well, cache? Well, you know, this is a Max cache. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Fork. No, I'm saying, like, you can't see it in the article. There's no Fork and Beans. No, He's going to hurt himself on that Mac. Wilbur. It's going to smoke in a minute. Force. <laughs> Ontario. You're literally one hand in that, too. I know. All right, there we go. Uh, show your struggling town. It's the first story that comes up, actually, when you <laughs> type that in. Literally, I know. Well, yeah, of course. Um, let's see. Do we see it? Oh, wait. Could that be it? Uh, no, that's the Wilbur Force Ontario Hair Scramble Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so Did you I'm say Hair Scramble Hill? H-A-R-E. Oh, here. Scramble. Hair. No, H-A-R-E. Hair like the like Oh, hair the like a rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. All right, so the struggling town. Uh, um, you know, we're just seeing a photo of the uh, shop, some shop here. Unfamiliar passer. Okay, it has a logbook hidden inside its frame, and it's one of the more than five hundred geocaches scattered around Wilberforce. Oh, it's going to be giving uh, West Bend a run for its money. It might be. Uh, the Craig's geo- not going to be very happy because it's it, their name. They're calling themselves the geocaching capital of Canada. They might have stolen that idea from Craig. They probably did steal. Yeah, I wonder if he's getting any kickbacks from that. <laughs> As the town calls itself and home of one of the most popular geocaching tours in the world. Geocaching postcards are some of the souvenirs sold in the cash stash in Wilberforce's Agnews General Store. Holy cow. Hmm. I found the geocaching capital of Canada. What a treasure, says one of the postcards. Really? It does. So this is... Maybe, somebody, to, could send, maybe pu- somebody could send you one of those postcards. Next to Pussy Canada, and that's really all it's near. It's okay. near nothing else. So, literally, that's the biggest. Sure. Not mean, near Windsor. Not no, near. Dude, uh, I'm telling you. Look at Highland Grove. Uh, Cheddar, Highland Grove. Cheddar? That sounds like a great place to go. Cheddar, Canada. Cheddar, Ontario. Wilbur Forest. Bancroft is far away. Wilberforce. Oh, there's a Wilberforce on Ohio as well. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, dude, it's not even. Uh, it's called. It's. It's like forever away from like Ottawa. Ottawa. It, it is a tiny little town, dude. Is it north? Oh, there it is. Okay, so there's Wilberforce, and I do see. I do see. What do you see? I'm sorry. What? What do you see? Pussy. Hey now. Um. 
Yeah, I guess you have to really zoom <laughs> out here. You. Holy cow. There's nothing there. You know what that means? That means it's a fantastic little town. Yes, it does. It's and like, there you go. There's there's cheddar, as you pointed I out. See, I'm not lying to you, dude. I'm um, not making this stuff up, yo. Holy cow. It's in the it middle. Of, it's in the middle. Of, it's, by, it's, it's like halfway between Peterborough and uh, uh, Blissett. Is that Blissett Creek? Blissett Creek. Blissett Creek. Blissett Creek. La, 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 la. Holy Hannah. Oh, it is close to, it's not that far from Lake Ontario, though. Okay. As, as the crow, oh, no, it's Toronto. So Toronto's, um, it's kind of uh, northeast of Toronto. It's north, okay, northeast of Toronto, okay. Yeah, it's kind of north, northeast. So it's up there. It is. You know, they have those cold winters up they there. They got those cold winters up there, man. But is the geocaching capital of Canada? Yes, it is. Is it self-proclaimed? Um. Yes. Yeah. Aren't they all? <laughs> Sorry, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so the rise of Pokemon Go in 2016 brought with it a surge of location-based outdoor games on mobile. Well, did you play Pokemon Go? I did not. Why not? Because it was you, Pokemon. You, I know, but you think you'd be all over that? No, I'd be. I was as far away from it as possible. You didn't even try it. Nope. Didn't even download the app. Mm-mm. Nope, I refused. Did your daughters download the yeah, app? Yeah, they did. Did they play? A little bit. Did they show you? Uh, they tried to. And you were like, no. I saw, and I had no. people, people at work were playing it, and so I was like, I was like, all right, fine. Nerds. Yeah. But here, here here's, here's a big lie. Mm-hmm. Um, the rise of Pokemon Go in 2016 brought with it a surge of location-based outdoor games on mobile. Geocaching, which is akin to an outdoor scavenger hunt, uses GPS to locate hidden caches with logbooks inside and predates the latest crop of augmented reality games. Mm-hmm. It does. So they started off with trying to make you think that geocaching was the result of Pokemon Go no. as opposed to flipping it around. Right. Um, it was a fixture of internet culture at the turn of the millennium. What's that? Is that? Year 2000. It was not the fixture it was a fixture of the internet at the turn no, of the millennium. That no, wasn't. It took a couple of years after. It took a lot of years after. Yeah. Geocachers use either an app or a GPS-enabled device. Oh, well, you got to, it right to search for hidden containers, mm-hmm. usually filled with something like a notebook. <laughs> filled with notebooks. <laughs> it better be filled with a notebook that are nearby, or that they're so- wait, wait, whoa, 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 to search for hidden containers that are nearby, or that they've sought out online. Hmm. Hmm. According to Geocaching HQ, a company that created one of the largest websites, they're not talking about... Um, Come speak. They're not talking... I was going to say, um, what was Garmin's called? <laughs> oh, it's gone, whatever it was. I know, whatever it was, it was gone. I tried to keep that app on my phone for as long as possible <laughs> until I got a new phone because uh, I was like, oh, I just want to keep I just want to keep this thing that failed miserably. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't even last yeah. for that. No. Geo something dot us. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. Yeah, that's how. That's how much. According to Geocaching HQ, a company that created one of the largest websites for the geocaching community in 2000, there are currently more than three million of these caches hidden in more than one more than 190 countries around the world. And that. Oh wait. For Wilberforce, geocaching is more than a game from back when a low-res dancing baby was the height of online entertainment. 
She's hitting all the cylinders. Yep. There. She's going all mm-hmm. the fields. It's a growing industry with new caches being hidden and special events organized every year. Was that year. 2000? The Dancing Baby was the 90s. I, you know. Come on. That is helping keep the town afloat amidst economic struggle. If geocaching was helping keep the town, town afloat, afloat, that town's got oh, trouble. That, that town's that, got some it, big it, troubles. It's in big trouble. Wow. Anybody from Wilberforce, please uh, call in. Um, <laughs> We'd Wilberforce. Love to hear your <laughs> Wilberforce. Um, uh, is the heart of cottage country at the eastern edge of Halliburton County um, in the mun- municipality of Highlands East and has a permanent population of 400. A permanent population? Oh, Wilberforce. Okay. So Wilberforce is the heart of cottage country at the eastern edge of Halliburton County okay. in the municipality of Highlands East and That's has a-, a permanent population of 400 according to the mayor of Highlands East. So my guess is that there, it's a it's a seasonal resort town of some sort. Oh, that's, but four hundred people live there fully time. Full time, yeah. Four hundred people, Wally. It wants to be the geocaching capital. Yeah, four hundred people. Yeah. How many caches do you think are in that town? <coughs> oh, they said I, uh, they did. Did I, I miss that? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of where. How many caches was there? Was there over a thousand? Because that's what you know. Um, West Bend's got like ten thousand. No, it was. We said, oh, it has more than five hundred caches. Oh my God, please! That's a day. Come on, that's a well, weekend. Yeah, for uh, sell sixty nine. Right, that's a weekend. That's like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, that's done by lunchtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's gonna have to update his tattoo. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think he did already. Did he? Well, after he goes to Wilberforce. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, Dave Burton. Oh, uh, 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 oh, Dave Burton said that. By the way. Okay. Um, its downtown core has a diner. Oh. It has a rink, but what kind of rink? Roller rink. No. Ice skating eh. rink. No. Eh. What other kind of rink is there? That's right. What other kind okay, is hold there? Hold on. Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me. It's not ice skating. Nope. It's not roller skating. I'm not. I'm not going to say that ice skates aren't involved. It's a uh, hockey rink? No. Eh. This is Canada, after all. This is Canada. It's not a hockey rink. It's not a hockey rink. And it's not an ice rink. It's Well, there might be ice. There, there could be ice in this rink. <laughs> so it's an ice rink. No, that's not what it's called. I don't know what it's called. It's a game. It's a sport. Oh, curling. Curling rink. There's there you go. There's a freaking curling a rink curling there. curling rink. Yep. Wow. A sometimes spotty cell phone signal, <laughs> which is perfect for geocaching. I gotta tell you right Wait, there. That's in the promotional stuff. <laughs> it's, it's downtown core. It has a diner, a curling rink, a sometimes spotty cell phone signal. <laughs> it sounds like a beautiful place. I, I like how that's buried like in the list of things. And an elementary school with a graduating class of just fifteen students left. Fifteen students. It's one of the seven towns in the area that make up. The geocaching capital of Canada. Oh, so the capital is a whole, like... Apparently. And there's a link out to the geocaching capital of Canada. Really? Mary Barker is a lifelong resident of Wilberforce. And the <laughs> that's reason... A, that's, a, that's a lot of, lot to say where you're from. Yep. Wilberforce. How long have you been living there? Oh, it's my whole life. It's <laughs> <laughs> my whole life, eh? The whole time. Yeah, the did. whole time. I even took my toque off for the uh, photo. <laughs> my graduating class was six. That's how long uh, I've been here. That's right. And the reason for its vintage internet-tinged pitch to... <laughs> oh, I see. Mary Barker is a lifelong resident of Wilberforce. And the reason for its vintage internet-tinged uh, tinged pitch to tourists... Oh, she's the blame, huh? 
She's yep. She's run the town's post office for the past fifteen years. So she's the postmaster, taking over for her father who ran it for fifty-two years oh, prior. Good lord, it's a family affair. Yep, she's got a long way to go to meet that record or match that record. She discovered geocaching in the fall of two thousand and five after taking a one-day course in GPS navigation at Fleming College's Halliburton campus. Why would she take a course, a one-day course on GPS navigation? Uh, well, that was back in two thousand and five, Scott. Why? Um, what would be the reasoning for that? The, 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 these newfangled devices. Who knows? No, seriously, what like? How do I how do I plug she, in an address? She saw this in a book and said, "Yes, I want to take a one day course on how to use a GPS because I need it for X." What? We don't know. What the hell would she need it for? She found out about geocaching while she was right. Taking that, so, like, what the hell? It's not for driving. Yeah, you I mean, a, why, why would you not read the manual? Because that's, that's how I found out about geocaching. That's right. It was, it was in was, your manual. It was in my manual. There was a one-line mention of geocaching. And your I curiosity went, got the best of you. It did. Um, and so there's a picture of, uh, who are we talking about? Mary Barker here. Oh, yeah. How's she um, look? She, she looks fine. She's, <laughs> she's a, she's a swell-looking woman. A swell? Yeah, how old? Um, guess her age. I don't want to guess her age. She won't. Say, she won't care. It's okay. <laughs> she has gray hair. I will say that. <laughs> and she has rosy cheeks. Well, well she's in Wilberforce. It's yep. cold there. Yep. And she does have it on a flannel shirt, um, with a, a geocaching um, jacket over it. A black. What looks to be a black jacket. Is it like an old? Is it like a roller skating jacket back I, in the freaking maybe a 70s curling, or? maybe a curling jacket? Well, curling jacket. But it's got the four squares. It looks like uh, oh, the really? geocaching symbol. Oh, Although nice. there, uh, it's hard to tell if it's actually that. But that's what I'm guessing. Okay. After finding one geocache in Wilberforce in 2005, Mary one. Barker won. Well, yes. Did she put out the other 499 to make it the geocaching capital? So, someone had to. <laughs> um, Mary Barker has grown. Oh, yeah, well, Mary Barker has grown the area as a destination. So she she legit did it herself. For geocachers with more than 500 caches currently hidden. I don't know if she did all 500, but. Um, So that day when Mary Barker took that one day class, she was surprised to find that there was a geocache located in Wilberforce. Someone Uh, put out a a geocache. geocache. Mm -hmm. Uh, Might have been Mikey. Who knows? Who has, who has been yeah. on this Friday Night Podcast? It, 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 I, I'm guessing it was probably a, a lamp skirt. Right. After finding the cache, which was... Oh, no. Sorry. After finding the cache, which was in a metal can hidden by local cottagers about a year earlier... Wait, wait, wait Whoa. What the hell is a cottager? Somebody who comes up for the for the season. Oh, that's something. This is, this is a like a seasonal like you know like how you go to Martha's Vineyard in the summer. No, I don't go to Martha's Vineyard. So. Well, okay, how you go to like Wisconsin, Mich- Michigan Dells, City, Indiana, or or Buffalo example. Grove. Or not oh, Buffalo I live Grove, in Buffalo. Grove. Sorry, <laughs> New Buffalo. I was trying to get <laughs> going to that lousy uh, Redimax uh, diner up there. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, Redimax. <laughs> lousy. You literally <laughs> said lousy. Well, they call it legendary. I, I just use a different L word. <laughs> Um, because any okay, any place that calls itself legendary mm-hmm. and serves Velveeta, oh, they dare to serve Walt Grogan Velveeta cheese. That's, that's the only kind they have. Oh, it's like, man. could you get any cheaper cheese oh. other than shitting it out? <laughs> Walt does not like Velveeta guys. I do not. He does not. In fact, we did a whole episode on Walt hating Velveeta cheese years ago. That's how much Velveeta is like the bad sausage of cheeses. You don't know what the hell's in it. 
No, what's the what do they call it? The gold something like pure gold or yeah, some liquid, gold. Liquid, liquid gold. Liquid gold, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming out your ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. This is the blue episode of the Geocaching <laughs> Podcast. Okay, so she was surprised to find that there was one geocache located in Wilberforce, um, which was a metal can hidden by a local cottagers about a year earlier. Barker then had a flash of inspiration. A fork. Fork. We read the logs, and there had been over 100 people that had quietly come to town, found this cache, and not done anything destructive. <laughs> Wait a second. Was she expecting something destructive? I, apparently. Uh, does, she, does she destroy things? Let's, 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 let's just go through this line again, because there's, there's a lot of information packed into this sentence. <laughs> we read the logs, uh-huh. and there had been over 100 people that had quietly come into town. Secretly. Stealthily, right? Found this cache uh-huh. and not done anything destructive. <laughs> yeah, these geocachers might be okay. <laughs> Barker told me between sorting mail and chatting with locals, getting their packages at Wilberforce Post Office, I'm thinking, did these people eat in the restaurant? Did they come into the store? No, probably not. They probably didn't go into the post office. Parker began to think about what geocaching could do for her community. Yes. Wilberforce has always wanted to be the capital of something. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really care what it is, as long as it's not destructive, apparently. We got to find out what we could be the capital of. (laughs) All right, she told me. Nearby Eagle Lake is the... Okay. He's already shaking his head. All right, Scott. <laughs> yes, sir. Nearby, nearby Eagle Lake uh-huh. is the self-described capital, some kind of capital of Ontario. Uh-huh. What kind of capital of Ontario is nearby Eagle Lake? <laughs> take, take some wild guesses. What kind of capital? Okay, what kind of capital is it? Like, you know, the, like Wilberforce the, wants to be... Not the, not, not the curling capital. Not the curling capital. The hockey capital. No, I, I'm, I'm going to narrow it down for you okay. because... I'll never get it. The, wait, wait, the hunting capital. No, no. The, it's a vegetable. <laughs> it's a vegetable. The tomato capital. No, no, that's... You're way, you're way too high on the vegetable. <laughs> the kumquat capital. No, you're getting closer. <laughs> the squash capital. You're, you're getting closer. The cucumber capital? No, no. Getting further? Getting yeah, further. it's it's more of a. I'm gonna say I, I I'm not quite sure, but I'm gonna say it's more of a leafy kind of vegetable. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> a leafy vegetable. Maybe maybe like a more celery kind of vegetable. The celery capital of the no. <laughs> the rhubarb capital. The rhubarb capital. The rhubarb capital. The rhubarb and Bancroft. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I almost, I almost said Anne Bancroft, but, <laughs> who was a beautiful actress. Yes, Mel Mel Mel, 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 Gibson, Mel, Mel, Mel Brooks's wife. Mel Brooks's wife, yes, yes. star of uh, to be uh, to be or not to be to be or not to be. But also, she was also the star of um, the Graduate she with, was the with graduate. Dustin, yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah, and and A and D, Andy Oitment, and Bancroft, the city. Oh, and Bancroft, and Bancroft is the what capital of Canada? Hockey. No, curling. Uh, no, no. This is going to be more in the. Well, uh, I, I give it away by telling you. It's the mineral capital of Canada. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. The mineral capital. Right. I would have never guessed that for the record. Um, even though, although Bancroft claims to be the mineral capital of Canada, uh-huh. even though locals believe that Highland East mineral <laughs> collecting sites and geology make it 
far more deserving of the title. <laughs> far, far more. I put far in there, but make it more deserving of the title. <laughs> this is God. this is in the article. This is in the article. <laughs> it's it's digressing much like I would <laughs> if it wasn't digressing itself. <laughs> right. So Barker says, "Why can't we be the geocaching capital of Why Canada? Why not? We absolutely can. Why can't we claim that?" Just to, just the same as everybody else's claims to be something. Right. Yeah. Well, at least it's, you know, something not destructive. <laughs> not destructive. <laughs> All right. Checking, after checking to see if any other place had given themselves a title, because um, they really wanted to be the geocaching capital of something, and, and the Midwest was already taken. Right. Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Barker received funding from the municipality. Wow. The Halliburton. No way. They gave her money? The Halliburton County Development Corporation and the Algonquin Gateway Business Association. Um, how much did they give her? They say how much uh, they gave her. No, but they gave her enough money to put geocaching capital of Canada signage on the town signs of Wilberforce and the six neighboring hamlets of Irondale, Gooderham, Torrey Hill, Harcourt, Highland Grove, and Cardiff. Cardiff is in England. Well, it's also in Canada. You can take uh, you can take the tube. So, so she paid for the fork out of her own money. Then is what we're. Um, to we us. haven't gotten to the fork yet. Oh, and we're, <laughs> we're going to be here for a couple of hours <laughs> for me to finish this. This is still going. On. It's that long of an article. It's it's, it's a pretty long article. I don't know if uh, people want to take a bathroom break while we're. Uh, <laughs> Um, Highlands East Mayor Dave Burton was president of the AGBA when the signs went up in 2006 and said, what the hell is this? Right. And remember, actually, though, I, even though I editorialized that, he basically said that. And remember <laughs> some locals being confused about the designation at the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. What the hell would they know? I, don't, I, I had a lot of people ask me what the heck geocaching was. I believe it. And they were having a hard time pronouncing it, he told me. I don't know. Wait, wait, what did they pronounce? Uh, what did they say it was? Geocaching. Geocaching? Geocaching, maybe? Catching. It could yeah. be catching. <coughs> I had done a little bit of research to see exactly what it was. I thought, what a place for it here. We have so much outdoors. Yeah. Geocaching began in the year 2001 when one Dave Ulmer hit a container of junk in the Portland woods and announced a location on a Usenet group. From there, the game of hiding stuff in the real world and letting people online find it spread through early websites, mailing groups, and so on. These days, anyone can sign up for a free account on geocaching.com, a long-standing hub for the geocaching community that went online in 2000, which also tracks your geocaching stats and allows you to comment on specific caches and participate in forums. Before the days of Reddit and Facebook, geocaching was a way for people to form communities online at a time when social networks weren't multinational corporations. Today, Wilberforce is attempting to draw on the community-building power of online geocaching communities to lure tourists into their tiny town. To do this, Barker has created some special event caches to bring people from all over the province together in Wilberforce. For example, in 2015, Barker teamed up with Wilberforce resident Joanne Vanier to raise funds for a geotour, a collection of up to 150 caches. Wait, that, costs a lot, that costs a lot of money, slow not. That costs a lot of money <laughs> to do. Geotours, like, mm-hmm. to have it on geocaching.com, that's expensive. Really? Yeah. Oh, you have to pay to have a geotour oh, on that? A lot of money. Well, you can have a geo tour, but if you want it on like like if you want it like sponsored by mm-hmm. by Groundspeak or by yeah, you got to pay oh, wow. for that. For example, in 2015, Barker teamed up with Wilberforce resident Joanne Van Vanier to Vanier. raise. It's his French Vanier. Yeah. 
There it is. To raise funds for a Geo Tour, a collection of up to 150 caches laid out to be found in sequence. <laughs> the goal of, ge- of a geocacher completing the Geo Tour is to find all of its caches, while the goal for the host of a Geo Tour is to draw in tourists and visitors to the area of the tour. And what is your name? Oh, I can tell you it's Pierre. Pierre what? <laughs> <laughs> Pierre Pants. No, what's your <laughs> I name? I do a homage. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pierre Omelette du Fromage. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you snorted again. Pierre Omelette du Fromage. Du fromage. <laughs> uh, we're close enough to French Canada. <laughs> the geocaching capital of Canada Geotour that Barca and Vanier created is currently the most popular in Canada, according to geocaching.com. And the third most popular in the world. Really? Based on the amount of favorite points it has received from geocachers. The tour. The tour itself. How many caches are on the tour? Uh, 150. That's a lot of caches. You have to out find of the 500, and you have to find them in sequence. Really? So, yeah. like, so basically, one. They're showing of an, all the They're caches. showing an old E-Trex here as the uh, <laughs> geocaching device of choice. Come April, those won't even work anymore. Oh, because of the uh, unless you update them. Yeah, I don't think you can update any tracks. Oh wow! What about that? What about that other one? Uh, well, there was the Magellans, right? What was the Kitty one? Remember but the there Kitty was a, one? There was. That's that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, what, that was what the hell was it? Was a Garmin, wasn't it? No, it was, was the Magellan. Uh, no, it was. Uh, it was a special one. It was from a company that came preloaded with caches on. Right, it. I remember. Yeah, like and the you top only got a thousand. Yeah, I think it was a thousand caches, was and that? and then that was it. No, you had, could you, you put more to, on? You you you. I can't remember if you had to remove those to put more on. It was the kitty put, one. Whatever. Yeah. It was like, it was, you could like, like it, was there a dinosaur the or, or something on it? I can't remember. I don't remember. <coughs> As exemplified by the seven foot fork and beans cash, <laughs> number 110 of 150 on the oh, tour. Oh, the fork and beans is part of it. Yes. The caches that Barker and Vanier created are elaborate, handcrafted designs. They also they often require some sort of game or puzzle to be com- completed. Oh, those they already annoy me. A lot different from the container or empty water bottle with a logbook inside that many geocachers are used to finding. <laughs> when you say a water bottle, as long as it's not a bio bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the bio bottle, but yeah. what the hell? What's a water bottle? Yeah. I need to create a cache. What do I have on hand? I have this empty water bottle. Hey, do you have a piece of paper I can stuff in here? <laughs> Perfect. We have a cache. Well, that reminds me of that it's one. It's waterproof. The, uh, what was it? The Kransky hideout? The Kransky was, hideout was literally literally a Ziploc bag. bag with a with, with a, a piece of loose leaf paper, paper inside. Shoved into a, 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 bush. a bush. Yes. Yep. The Kransky hideout. <laughs> yep. I needless wanted, to, I, needless I really to say, to it didn't it. last very long. And then I think Dino Works did the Return of the Kransky Hideout, <laughs> and I really wanted to do the Return of the Return of the Kransky Hideout, but never got around to it. The Kransky Hideout, God, that's an old catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my time geocaching in Wilberforce on a cold, sunny March afternoon, I went from a little Red Riding Hood themed cache <laughs> to one that's unlocked by the notes of a xylophone, to one that challenged me to solve a rudimentary puzzle that. Save Tupper T. Turtle, the geocaching capital of Canada mascot, from being made into soup. Did you follow that? Scott? I got it. I have no words for that. <laughs> you understood that. The Tupper T. Turtle, yes. I Tupper T. Turtle, who is the mascot of the geocaching capital, capital of, Canada, of Canada, turned into soup. Is there a picture of Tupper T. Turtle? Um, I believe there is. No. I think there is. I think there is. Yes, there is. 
It's not very large, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, now. But it's there. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see where we are. Minus a couple of caches donated to the tour. Oh, here we go, Scott. This is going to be your favorite part. <laughs> Minus a couple of caches donated to the tour. Mm-hmm. All of the GeoTour's 150 caches were created by Barker and Vanier with the help of their husbands and a local woodworker. I got to create another goddamn geotouch. <laughs> goddamn these women. Goddamn them to hell. Sometimes I you... I have nothing. I got <laughs> hockey to play here. I don't have time for this. Curling. Oh, I got a curl today. Hey, I wonder if they have air curling. What's air, what's air curling? Like air hockey, but with curling. <laughs> yeah, they got that in the yeah. bars, you know, like you put yeah. sand on the thing. And it, sure, I guess. Goddamn these women. I got to curl. Mm-hmm. Don't they know I got to curl today? Don't have time to make your stupid geo hockey things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't Some, have time for this. <laughs> sometimes you just have something. But now you went to Bill Curtis. <laughs> I know. I keep switching around. <laughs> sometimes you just have something, some toy, <laughs> and you look at it and go, how can I turn I that? I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I don't want this anymore. How can I turn it into a cash? <laughs> how many times have you thought that, Scott? Uh, all the time. All the time. What how can many I do caches, with this? How many caches have you seen where you go, oh, somebody just said, let <laughs> do something away. I can throw this away, or I can make it into a cash. Or I can put a piece of paper in it and put it out. <laughs> That's right. Uh, have a Mary Eagle, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom and Mary. I don't know if you're listeners. Um, and you look at it and go, how can I turn that into a cash? I don't want to just put out peanut butter jars. I like to make it kind of different. Uh, all right. I, I got curling to do. Mm-hmm. In May, downtown Wilberforce will be the starting point for the amazing nursery rhyme race event cash, which will see participants travel all over the municipality to compete, complete, excuse me, a grueling adventure. Grueling. Through the world of nursery rhymes. Oh, God, Lord. <laughs> it sounds How like, old is this thing? I don't know. It's got to be 2018 at least. Recently, tourist attractions like geocaching and mineral tours have meant even more to the Highlands East area as a way to draw people and money into the community. Mm-hmm. In January 2017, the Scotia Bank in Wilberforce, the only bank in the municipality. Mm-hmm. And closed, the whole municipality closed? Closed down. Wow. They couldn't make it. According to Burton, the bank closing was a huge blow to Ooh. the local economy. Yeah, eh? I bet, eh? What happens is that uh, people go to Bancroft uh, to do their banking, and then they'll do their shopping there as well, eh? So they're not even shopping in town. Wait a second. First of all, it is 2019. Yes. Who does, air quote, banking anymore? Um, well, when you're in a small community, you know everybody in that community, Scott. So, so you don't have to go banking. You could yep. do it online. My my check goes right into my account. I don't have yeah. to go to the bank. No, right? right. I don't go to the bank. In fact, the bank right here down the street from me, no more tellers. Tellers are gone. Oh wow! No more tellers. Just robots. Not not even. You can't like you can't go do anything. If you could do you certain things, you got to you gotta go to a banker. But like there are no more tellers. You can't get money or give money. So you couldn't like go in and say, "Hey, I want twenty dollars and two nope. dollar bills." Nope. Wow. How how are you going to give you like your nieces and nephews a Christmas present? Right. All right. You give them iTunes gift cards like normal people do. <laughs> give them $2 bills. <laughs> Just give them $2 bill. Here's your $2 bill this year. Go to the racetrack. Thanks. Go to the racetrack. So when I give it to somebody, they're like, what the fuck is this? Is this real? What the yeah. hell is this? <laughs> Go to the racetrack. Go to the race. Yeah, right. They give them $2 bill. Yep. 
Um, okay. As the tour has grown in popularity, Burton believes it has benefited benefited businesses in the area. I do. I, I believe I uh, do believe geocachers will come into town and possibly get their drinks, get their snacks. <laughs> not going to do any banking. <laughs> get whatever souvenir or whatever they may Make want. sure you hit the ATM before <laughs> you come to us. Uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we're a cash-only business. <laughs> get whatever souvenir or whatever they may want from the general store, you said. Some local businesses have made changes to attract geocaching customers. Um, okay. Wilbur forces. What have Wilbur, they done to attract geocaching customers? Uh, fatty foods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a guess. Uh, so, some local businesses have made changes to attract geocaching customers. Wilbur forces. Agnew's general store. Any relation to Spiro Agnew? I'm not sure. Oh, I wish. I Which, could be, but did he? Did uh, he leave for Canada after he got kicked out of the United States? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Which was previously owned by Barker's family. She just oh, wait. Barker's like stalled over this town. Mm-hmm. Has opened a cash stash offering souvenirs and supplies to geocachers. The town's tourist information center offers GPS rentals for $5 a day. Mm. Even the South Albert Gonquin Diner in town offers a geo burger on their menu. Oh God! What's on the Geo Burger wall? Don't, I wish don't I, tell I, me you don't know. I wish I knew. You can't do that and not tell me. I wish I would. God damn it! Now I gotta fucking look it up. <laughs> we have to find out what's on the geocaching burger in Hold on. Uh, the South Algonquin Diner in damn Wilberforce. <laughs> Keep reading. Okay. Geocaching. Okay. For us to exist here, we have to be creative. And geocaching is something that we're very creative in doing. And it has worked out well for us, Burton said. Along with the reception and feedback of local businesses, the response to the geo tour from geocachers themselves has been reassuring. <coughs> Daryl Almond, named after the nut, is a geocacher from Ottawa <laughs> who's been taking part in the hobby for 14 years. Wait, I got the South Algonquin okay. Diner up here. Okay, do you have their menu? I'm working on it. A gem in Wilberforce. Review of South Algonquin Diner. This is TripAdvisor. The ma- they don't have the menu? Working on it. The GeoBurger. Complete. Let's see. I'm going to the geocaching forums here, which is like the Wild West of of geocaching. Is it like, is it like 4chan for geocaching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. I gotta like keep going, keep okay. reading because I gotta find it. Here. In that time, he's found more than twenty thousand caches. Oh, he's gonna give Siles a run for his money right? in twenty-four different countries. So far, he's dedicated three days to the geocaching capital of Canada, GeoTour and GeoForce, finding one hundred and twenty caches. He plans on returning sometime. We'll see. Siles would have found all one hundred and fifty. He plans on returning sometime in April to find the remainder. I don't think they could have done a better job of advertising a calling card to the area, Almond said. They've caught on to something. They're making this a destination. Yeah, but do people want to be, like, lured there? That's the million-dollar question, I think. Is it like- really, if they, you know, if it's like, you know, like kind of like a Jason or Freddy-type town, you don't want to get lured there. Uh. Here, I'm looking at TripAdvisor. It's a 4.4, the South Algonquin Diner. I can't get the menu. They don't have a website. What? Right? I know. How are they, how are they supposed to... Good quality food, but prices are a bit high, people Ooh. have said. Awesome people, great food. We enjoyed our dinner, and the next day breakfast, I recommend the place. All right. 
I'm looking for somebody to say excellent food. Open hours are terrible. After 5 p.m., if you're hungry, you're out of luck. It closes at 5 o'clock. Oh my gosh. How does it close at 5 o'clock? The prices might be a tad, be a tad high, but guys, look, it's Wilberforce. They have just a few months of a year that see volume of traffic coming through. We love stopping in for breakfast year round and gladly pay a little more to see them succeed. Oh, there is actually a website, but it says your connection is not secure. See? Hungry Man's breakfast was good coffee. Was good. Coffee, excellent. The hungry, they have a Hungry Man breakfast. Well, they do? I'm yes. hungry. Let's Are you a Hungry Man? Ooh. You okay? Yeah, I think you just, I just saw a, um, a, a, a chipmunk go by. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the At least I hope it was a chipmunk. I th- or a cat. No, it was very small. Oh, okay. I don't think we have I mice. Think, I don't think so. But he was quick. He was quick. Sorry, right. sorry, South, guys. We are. We, yep, we, we got. We got to find out what's on this <laughs> Geo Burger, South Algonquin, but pricey and winter hours aren't the best. Diner, food was great, hot and fresh, speedy too. Bank machine was fast. Bank machine. Oh, that's gonna be the ATM. Well, guess I go, what? Just go over no and get some cash at the, at the. You know. Yeah, for for ten dollar uh, charge. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm, a it's like a strip club uh, ATM. Your connection is not private. It t- South Algonquin Diner, you got to get your... Uh, they got to get their shit together? Yeah. If I want to get, get see see your menu to find out what's on your Geo Burger. <clears throat> anyway, we're almost finished. It, there's like two lines left. Um, this type of feedback has motivated Barker to continue to promote local geocaching. Even though we've been up half the night struggling to make this thing, <laughs> or we can't get it to work, or we have to go out and do repairs on it, we come home and we read the logs that they're writing, and they're so nice, and they're so appreciative of the caches. God, they would hate my logs so much. So it makes it all worthwhile. Worthwhile. God, they would hate my logs. Why? Thanks for cash. <laughs> That's it. Quick stop at short ends. Thanks for the hide. <laughs> this was in our path. <laughs> Enjoyed the fork. Thanks for the fork. So it's a struggling town. Wilberforce, if you're ever up in the Wilberforce area, if you're on a, a if you're doing like a cottaging thing, so uh, just uh, just head up to Wilberforce and they're going to take care of you up there with a geo tour of 150 caches. I don't know if we're going to go through the rest of these because, gosh, they, that was a long one. That last one, I, and Scott's away from the soundboard, so he can't uh, make a noise there. Um, but. I do have to read a couple things in what is geocaching and how is it done. I'm not going to read the whole article. Yeah, we're, we're, at it, we're at an hour and 20, so read, so, read one more. You got one more right. article in you. All right. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do a full article. We, we can go into and do some digression after this. Uh, <laughs> okay. Scott. Yes, sir. What is a geocache box? What, <laughs> what is a geocache box? Yeah. You're asking me, do you know the answer to it? Well, yeah, you do too. Geocache boxes, Scott, as you know, come in all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> hey, now. It can be anything. <laughs> yes, it can. <laughs> but it's usually a small metal or plastic box that can withstand the elements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then it, and then it goes on and says... About six times out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> it goes, but then it goes on to say, it might be camouflage as an Altoid tin, <laughs> which can't withstand anything, basically. <laughs> it doesn't say that. <laughs> no, but I'm oh. saying it. Like, not, even, not even under a skirt can it withstand <laughs> anything. <laughs> it might be camouflage as an Altoid tin, a can of mixed nuts, or, or an ammo box. Right. What's, they released an ammo box? What, a geocaching box? I've never heard it oh, called that ever. I, never either. This is on the Very Well Family website. <laughs> Very well. 
Very well, family. Very well. I'm, I'm really pissed off at you. Very well. That'll do, pig. I said goodnight. <laughs> What's I just saw that movie the other day. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day, sir. What's that from? I don't remember. Come on, Wally. I said good day. <laughs> I know it, and I can't think Come on, sir. Come uh, on. I, it's not coming. I, I, I'll be sitting here. We'll, we'll be boring the listeners with how long it's going to take me. Wally. Why, give me a clue. Willy Wonka. Oh, Willy Wonka. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. One of my favorite lines from Willy Wonka is, don't. Oh, wait. No, stop. It's stop. Please don't. No, no, no it's <laughs> stop. Don't come back. And if you just change the where you put the emphasis on that yes, one. Yes, that movie, I was flipping channels. It was on, it was on TV uh, the other day. You got to stop. You got to stop at Willy yeah. Wonka when it's on. I did hear something interesting. We'll digress for just a second. I heard something. I was reading an article about Terry Garr uh-huh. because Terry, Terry Garr, the actress, has Terry Gar, very seventies and eighties yeah. actress. She has MS. Oh, you're kidding! That, I did yeah, not know she's that. She's had it for a while. Is that and why she doesn't act anymore? I think so. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was being interviewed by Austra- Australian television, and they asked her like what it was like working with Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. and she just basically flat said he was a jerk. Really, everybody yeah. says wonderful things about. Yeah, him. she just said he was a jerk. On on that movie. And what, when what, she worked with him, she apparently when she worked, when did she work young, with him, Young Frankenstein. <gasps> yes, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so it was interesting. And that's she, surprising because everybody just says how beautiful and wonderful yeah, a man and he, he was. And they they said, "Are you joking?" She said, "No, he's a jerk." That's surprising. That's because yeah. nobody else would say that. Yeah. No, she was in my one of my top five favorite movies. Oh yeah, what's that, Mr. Mom? Oh yeah, Mr. Mom's great. Twenty. 220, 221, whatever it takes. Yeah, top five, man. Yeah. It's a yeah. great movie. Yeah. That was that was the Mr. Mom was the movie that was used by comic book fans to say how wrong Michael Keaton was for the role of Batman, Batman in the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie. <laughs> Which he was perfect for. Which he was perfect for. Yep. Yep. All right. So what's inside the cash, Scott, as you well know, is not the point. Yes, it is. The point is everything else. Everything else? The fun of the hunt. The fun? Wait, did you say the fun of the hunt? The fun of the hunt. Not the thrill of the hunt. Not the thrill, because the next line, the next thing is the thrill of discovery. Oh, that's it. They could have said the fun of discovery. And <laughs> I the think sheer, he mixed up the, the words there. And the sheer delight of finding new places with good friends. I'll give him that. All right. Okay. I don't know if it's sheer delight, but it's... That said, you'll still... Delightful. Open, <laughs> it you know, could be, yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, I found it. <laughs> Don't have delightful. I'm delighted. <laughs> Yay. Scott's new. That's got to be your new. Uh, that's got to be your new uh, signature on your. This was a delightful. <laughs> this find. was delightful. Thanks. It was delightful. Thank was, you. This was a delightful find in my path. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that said, you, you'll still open the box. With more than a little excitement. Yes. Jot your name in the log. <laughs> On the log or in the log? In the log. Okay. Then take something and leave something. Uh-huh. You'll want to come prepared with a pencil or pen. How many times have you seen a message, hey, thanks for the cash, didn't have a pencil or pen with me, so I didn't sign it? Isn't it amazing? Like, how I do don't you see on? it much anymore. No, I used to remember, see it all the time. It was a lot. It was yeah, like, yeah. How are you going on geocaching without a pen or a pencil? I don't and, know. And a trinket or two to, sh- to swap. A All right. So no, here because go. I've here's gone without a pen or pencil. Okay. And I've said I've, when I had a when I used to smoke, I had a lighter on me, and I would oh, yeah, light the sure. I would light the corner of it. Yeah, but at least you tried to do something to the law. Oh yeah, I tried to like make yeah. it known. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Scott. Yes, sir. Here's a quiz for you. So oh, I like turn, quizzes. We're going to turn this into a quiz. Okay. Okay. <laughs> turn it into a. Quiz. We got we to do something to keep it interesting here. <laughs> 
All right. What would you find inside a typical cache? So contents of what's inside a geo box uh-huh. vary from cache to cache, but sure. what would you find, according to this article, in a typical cache? A logbook. Logbook. Very good. That's number one. McDonald's toys. Uh, let's see. Inexpensive treasures. Very good. <laughs> Inexpensive treasures. Yep. Think McDonald's Happy Meals toys. Yeah, right there you there. go. Okay. okay. Um, a trackable. Uh, travel bug. Very good. Very good. Okay. Um, if you have travel bug, is a geo coin there? Is a is a, uh, or is that no, included a, in the tra- track? It's included in trackable. Okay. Uh, they had two more here, but I don't think you'd get them. One is a pencil. No, because it's not a. It's not no, usually find no, that. No, you usually wouldn't. No. And found treasures. Some boxes contain treasures found near its location, like small shells, a rock, a feather, no, or a pine cone. No, no, there's not. No, 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 no. No, no, there's not. The joy of discovering the box. <laughs> I found it, <laughs> honey. I got it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now do something. The joy of discovering the box and the surprise. Hey now. And the surprise of the trinkets inside. <laughs> That's that would be a surprise, yes. <laughs> what the hell is this? I was not expecting that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> is this a trinket? Borg. <laughs> and the surprise of the trinkets inside of it are the bonus to a fun day spent hiking, biking, trekking, and searching in unfamiliar places with lots to discover. Uh-huh. Your young adults may not think it sounds fun at first, or ever. <laughs> <laughs> Your young adults will fucking hate it. Trust me, they will fucking hate it. But once you get them started, they'll, they'll enjoy geocaching. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. My eight-year-old is, enjoys it. That's about as far as I go. And he's almost out of it. And he's just about at the cusp. Yep. Yeah. All right, that's it. Okay. That's a good article, Wally. That's it. Actually, there's one more, but I'm not. I don't want to bore everybody. With okay. It because I'm sure it's just more of the same. There was there wasn't a lot of things to mine out of uh, those articles, um, except showing kids geocaching, which we know is not true. Uh, <laughs> at least what I've seen, my kids now. Um, Maybe they come back to it I'm when just, they're I'm older. Looking, I'm looking at this article really quickly while we're talking. Uh, it's become a family-oriented safe game. Blah, 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 blah. No, forget it. Okay. Excuse me. All right. So here's my question. Have you watched the Orville? I'm watching it right now. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I watched season one, yep. and um, I am halfway. Uh, no, I'm up to, I have three episodes left oh, up so, until. Oh, so you're behind three episodes. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm just starting the two-parter. Like, oh, that's what's yeah. next. Oh, nice. Yes. I like it. I enjoy it. It's good. I enjoy I it. I will not say anything about the two-parter other than Thank it was you. excellent. Yeah, I'm enjoying, I enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Glad I picked up. I got picked up again. Like Look like they kind of changed the tone of it a bit. They changed it season. since it's the first. I liked mm. the second season better than the first. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think uh, Seth Seth McFarlane's still trying to figure out the whole hour mm-hmm. format. Sorry, guys, yeah. we're off topic here. But like, I don't know if you watch the Orville or not. But um, I, I, but yeah, I, we've turned this into talking the Orville now. <laughs> like, I watch the show and like, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be watching. I'm like, well, how far into this is? And I look and it's like only twenty minutes in. I'm like. How are they going to stretch this this plot out for like mm-hmm. another forty minutes? But you know, they do it. They do it. He does it. it. Yeah, he does it. And it doesn't feel like it's been stretched. No, out. no. But like, I so, never understand how he does it. Uh, let me see. Did you see the episode um, with Doctor Finn and um, 
Not the Android? The yeah. Yes. Okay. So the only reason I'm bringing that up is because I loved Bordis with a mustache. <laughs> yes. I was like, awesome. It's like my daughter, who's watching it independently of me, we were talking about it today, and she said, I wish he could have kept that for a couple episodes. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. Instead just of just one, the one episode. A one and done. Yeah. 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 So but Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. I, enjoy it. and you're, I noticed your, yours is getting gray finally. Oh, it's been like this for a while. Yeah, yours is oh, getting yeah. gray. It was yeah. never gray. You you were never really? going. Your hair is not gray though. My hair's not. I got I got a little gray like on the temples here, a little bit. Uh-huh. Not not bad for coming up on fifty nine. Are you really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were fi- you, your fiftieth birthday was the podcast. Yeah. You turned fifty. I'm forty eight. Yeah. So yeah, we're about ten years apart. So I'm wow. coming up. I'm I'm fifty eight. I'm gonna be fifty nine in September. So. Wow. Yeah. We're getting old, man. Yep, yep. <laughs> trying try not to uh, take that dirt nap. <laughs> not anytime soon, anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for anybody who uh, was a listener of the show, how are the girls real quick? Oh, they're give doing, a quick girl update. Um, for who see. are listeners of the podcast, the Geocaching uh, podcast, and you talk see. about the girls. Lizzie is currently in a one-year... Walt, um, Walt has twin daughters, I by do. the way. I do have twin daughters. Lizzie's currently in a one-year... Um, Graduate program for medicine at Loyola University, and she will be then applying to medical school in the next. Uh, She's going to my school, my alma mater. What's that? Loyola? Yeah, me I went too. To Loyola. I went to Loyola too. You went to Loyola? I sure did. Niles College of Loyola University. Oh, the. the uh, I went to Loyola. The seminary one? No, I mean, I went to the seminary, but then oh. in my third year, I, I went to Loyola. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. went to Loyola. So that's Loyola. And then uh, Claire has been accepted at several different law schools. So you got a doctor and a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. So that's so you're looking for them to take care of you in your old days. That's the plan. Uh, I sure hope so. If I make it that long, <laughs> and my wife doesn't kill me first, right? So yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, we're coming up actually on our thirtieth wedding anniversary in April. Wow. So that's only a short month away. Oh actually, it's a little what, what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do yet. Um, probably, I'm I'm thinking about maybe doing a like a long weekend in Vegas because we've never been there. No, you've never been to Vegas. Never been there. You gotta go to Vegas. It's a lot of fun. So, and then I have a new job. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Muzzle. My my the company I'd worked for. You worked um, for twenty years, didn't you? Work for them? Uh, Eleven for? years. Um, half of which was for. One child company and the other half was right, a different was child for, company. Right, it was for it was a radio um, company in yeah, Chicago, company, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. And uh, they closed down um, in early December. So oh no! I, so you so, got laid off. So yeah, so yeah. Oh, um, that sucks. And so I was out of work for a couple months, but I just started working again um, about a month ago, and so everything's going nice. well so did far. You, now, quick question for you: Being fifty-eight, mm-hmm. did you see any ageism out there? I did not. No. Well, do you no. think that's because of your track record, or did you take a little less money? Or no, I'm making the same amount of money. That same I made. amount of money. Yeah, that, that I made uh, before. Uh-huh. So I actually lucked out. I'm making the same amount of money. Where's, where's the job? Is it in the city again? Uh, no, it's actually in the western suburbs. Nice. Do you yeah. drive or do you yeah. take a train? Drive, and I I took your lead. And guess yeah. what kind of car I have? A Soul. I have a Kia Soul. You gotta be kidding me, I'm do not, you really? In fact, our my in my family. I have three Kia Souls. Do you really? Yes. Oh, Mine's God. out front. It's lime. It's alien green, I should say, because uh-huh. I went Irish with this one. <laughs> and then my wife has a um, Caribbean blue. Wow. The whole family got souls. And the original soul that we bought is a red soul with a black top. And my daughter Liz is using that one. 
Wow. So when they're all at home at the same time, it's like Just they're all, all lined up. Yeah, they're all lined up together. Oh, God. Yep. And so tonight, or maybe tomorrow, I'm going to order my vanity plate. What are you going to get? Because I just got the car a couple weeks ago. you had Shazam, man. Oh, yeah, that's on the red car. Shazam is actually on the red car. Shazam, yes. So what are you going to put on this one? I'm going to to put something Irish on it. Something Irish. You think they'll accept it? Yeah, they'll accept it. It's Mm -hmm. it's nothing bad. That's not a dirty word in Irish. No. No, not like uh, Pog Mahone, (laughs) which is kiss my ass in Irish. So... (laughs) All right, so that's good. You yeah. got a new job. You happy? Yeah. You happy? Yeah. The wife's healthy? Yeah. You know, I got to hang in there for you know a few more years until I can hit retirement. Right, you're close. Yeah, I'm uh, eight years away. A, a, a measly eight years a away. Measly I told, eight, years. eight years doesn't seem like that long once you've made it this far. I told I told Jesse that like, like I told her I'm done at 55, so she's got to keep working. Oh yeah. Well, she's making all the big. She's going by that time. She'll oh, be wow. making big money. She won't wow. need my, she won't need my income yeah. anymore, right, Jess? Oh, I don't know where done. she is. She's making more money. Yeah. <laughs> she makes the big money now. Yeah. Awesome. She doesn't need my income. I want to be done. Yeah. I want, I'll be, I'll, she's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'll be a homemaker. There you go. I want to be a homemaker. Just do, just do podcasts and then you don't have to work yeah, at I'll all. I'll do podcasts. I'll make 200 bucks a month. <laughs> Put it, sprinkle it onto the, onto the pile of money that she makes. I was watching um, one of the uh, YouTube podcasts, or since they probably video casts I watch, is um, called Egotastic Fun Time. Right. And is it, it is it Asian? <laughs> no, it's not. It's a guy. Oh, fun time! It's not. But if you check it out, what's interesting is I believe the guy um, quit his his job that he'd been working at for eight years mm-hmm. because he was making so much money off of doing the podcast mm-hmm. that he didn't have to work anymore. Well, I see some I see some Patreon people that are that are literally pulling forty grand. Yeah, forty grand. Wow. Like like they're, they're pulling they're pulling like they're pulling like 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 two over two grand a month. Wow, that is insane mm-hmm. money. Yeah, yeah, I would quit my job. Mm-hmm. I'd probably quit my. I mean, I make more than that. I'd have to double that. Yeah, but, but you like, just you just do a couple more podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's your insane life becomes, money. becomes podcasts. Insane. Yeah, I mean, but think about it this way. I mean, like look at the you know the disc jockeys back in the day. The shock jocks were making like incredible amounts of money. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> the only difference is. Excuse me. The only difference is now is that regular people can do it. Right. Yes. I mean, you have to work hard to do it. And, oh, yeah. And Absolutely. it's not easy to do. And you have to find a niche that will generate income. Right. But you can do it. Oh, it, it is It is definitely yeah. People are doing it. It's definitely possible. Yeah. But it's work. I mean, like, yeah, even, not, even this podcast is a lot of work. Yeah. Just to do this. And then I got to mm-hmm. edit it and all that. But, like, constantly. I mean, I'm doing episodes... Aside from the show, this is I do this monthly, and I do other video episodes, and this is mm-hmm. all just aside. For, this is only for patrons, right? You know, to to, to thank them for for yeah the money that the, sure. that they that they support the show. You know, and patrons, guys, we love you. Don't uh, oh, yeah. we? We absolutely love you guys. Oh we yeah, appreciate you so much. That's why I'm here. Because it takes. I got you, Walt. You got. Uh, you guys want a Walt? I got you, Walt. I, I don't know if they want me. Ever, well, if they'll ever want me ever again after reading that <laughs> super long story that I just kept going and going and going. But. So, guys, Walter Groga, Wally. You yeah. know, I, you know, I adore and I love yeah. you so much. Well, it was fun. It, it, was, it's a it's a pleasure to to, yeah. to walk down memory lane with you once yeah. again, hand in hand, arm in arm. Indeed. <laughs> and to read the geocaching in the news. So, pumpkin's dead. 
Pumpkin passed away. So, so Pumpkin, we, this is again Chicago Geocacher yeah. stuff, guys. Sorry. Pumpkin was cat. Pumpkin was a cat um, that that, would, uh, that, that would that would come and interrupt the show. Right, do she would talk and interrupt. And she the would show, talk. Yeah, and interrupt she would the show. Talk when she talk on command. What would you do? Meow. Uh, yeah, meow. yeah, I would go. Meow. <laughs> and, she would, and she would meow back. <laughs> All right, Walter. It's been a pleasure, sir. It has. Ladies and gentlemen, Walter Grogan, the, the, the immortal Walter Grogan, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Always immortal. We I'm love sure, you. I'm sure I'll never be back after <laughs> after this performance. No, no. So. All right, patrons, we love you. Thank you so much. This has yeah. been the Friday Night Roundtable of the geocaching in the news. Yeah. Oh, hey, wait a minute. You well, still do uh, geo- You still do geocaching every I year. I still so. do. Of course yeah. I do. Yeah. What, what year are we on now? Uh, this, this coming will be the 10th. Holy Hannah. Yeah. Wow. Annual. How about that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> All right. Let's All right, I- guys. We'll talk to you next month. We'll talk to you Wednesday on the regular show. Uh, patrons, thank you so much for being patrons. I love you. I will talk yeah, to you guys you next month on the Friday Night Rant Table. Thanks for listening. Woo. Hot dogs. Thank you. Thank you.